We are very pleased right now to bring to you Kathy Barnett, who is running for the United States Senate seat in Pennsylvania. Kathy, welcome to the program. How are you today? I am doing well. Thank you so much for having me on. You are making headlines, and the headlines (laughs) are all over the place. I mean, all over the mainstream press, there are articles about you. You're being discussed on television. In fact, there was an interesting article uh, about Fox News in one of the mainstream press papers that Hannity had went, and and Hannity's a good friend, uh, has had really talked kind of about Dr. Oz and suggested you weren't the right candidate. Right after his show, Laura Ingram came on and said Kathy Barnett all the way and was very pro your campaign. Tell who you are, because this is it's a, you have surged. Your campaign has surged. And they say you are in closing distance right now of being able to win a primary when just a few short weeks ago, no one thought this was possible. And, you know, and I don't know why they didn't think it was possible, because we have been in a statistical tie for for first place for over four weeks. So if the mainstream media, those within the mainstream media were doing their job and not derelict in their First Amendment duties, then they would have seen that because I, I was saying it. This is that's the story. Um, as it relates to Sean Hannity, I was on his show seven different times uh, prior to Oz getting on between the radio show and his television show. He could have asked me any of these riveting questions that he's now asking. But the reason why we're surging is because I've done what the other campaigns have not done. I made my entire campaign about the people of Pennsylvania. We've been traveling over 1,500 miles in these last couple months, started off at 900 miles, then 1,000 miles, 1,500 miles now, every single week, going out, understanding uh, what Pennsylvanians are talking about and what it is that they wanted. And that everyone seems to be mad because I've ran a far superior campaign. My two primary opponents have spent well over $60 million um, just in the past couple of, you know, four months or so. I spent less than $2 million in, in 13 months. And they're really upset about it. And but the people of Pennsylvania, I'm surging because I've been on the ground with them. We've and I understand what the issues are. No one is talking about uh, tweets going back almost a decade. People are talking about the fact that uh, some some parents can't find food for their infants because we have a shortage. We have supply chain issues. We have manufacturing issues. We have inflation at over 40 percent of a 40 year high. People have real problems, and these two particular uh, other campaigns that I'm running against right now made their entire campaign about beating up other people, very nasty, very ugly, and now that we're winning, they're turning all their energy and effort on us, but I'm excited because I believe Pennsylvania is going to make the right decision come next Tuesday. (laughs) Okay, and you have summed up, that's a great elevated pitch on why you should be the senator. You're you're talking issues... (laughs) that hit today but let me let's talk you brought up the tweets i read some of the tweets that these people are questioning about i don't agree with some of them quite frankly but you know what i don't care you don't i bet you if you look through all my tweets you wouldn't agree with some of mine the tweets okay and what you're talking about is a little bit more than tweets the daily uh caller today did a really i i i don't know whether to term it as a hit piece 
or what? They are questioning your truthfulness and talking about your military record. Can you and and you do tell people that you have served in the military? I heard you. I saw you. Um, say it. Yes. Tell us a little bit about because your military service. Because I have. Yeah. Uh, you can go to. Uh, we just created. We put up page on my website at uh, Barnett for senate.com and uh it is all the things you want to know about kathy barnett and my military records are out there i've been very clear about that again i i mean the, the media is acting as though i crawled from under a rock yesterday no i've been running in this campaign for 13 months been in a statistical tie for first place for over four weeks this didn't just happen yesterday and if they were paying attention and not focused on the two men in the race and paid attention that there were other people in the race, then they would have seen it and been able to ask these questions. Uh, it is very disingenuous that is taking place. Um, the tweet. We don't know. I mean, I don't know, and neither do you, neither do anyone else know the context. And those tweets uh, dating eight or seven years ago, that's how far they have to go back. I have no skeleton in my closet, so they got to go back almost a decade, find tweets, is not even a full thought, is not a full sentence. I don't know the context. I can't speak to the context because it's not complete. Uh, people are looking at a half a sentence and then applying their own narrative to it. I can't speak to that because I don't know the context. But I do know who I am. And who I am is that I believe that we all have, uh, that God has created all of us uh, with with value. That has always been a centerpiece of my message. I believe everyone should be able to live, uh, have, the, have the right to li- have the individual right to live their lives the way that they want to live their own lives. I've been very clear about that as well. Um, and yet again, I'm traveling over 1500 miles and I can assure you, no one is talking about old tweets. People have real issues and people remember these past two years with Democrats pouncing on us and putting their foot on our throats, their foot on our children, their foot on our businesses. And people want a real fighter because remember what I mean, how many people on our side, the aisle, stood up for us during these past two years? There were a few, but not enough. Many of them used their platform and their influence to push back when Democrats said either you get the vaccine that you may or may not want to take or we're going to fire you. And so right now what we're watching is that there that the swamp does not just consist of Democrats. There's Republicans over in that swamp as well. And now they're really upset because they thought two country club boys were going to win this race. And instead, it's me, little old me. <laughs> and they're really upset about it. But I am remaining focused. My, I'm here in this moment because I remain focused on the issues um, regarding my military record. Again, you can go to my website at barnettforsenate.com. We talked about a lot of different things. All the things you need to know, all the things people are asking about Kathy Barnett is right there. You can just kind of scroll down. You can also see how they spliced up videos uh, to make it sound I'm a supporter of Black Lives Matter. I have never supported Black Lives Matter uh, Incorporated. I have not evolved on that whatsoever. Yet, this is a very vicious and intentional smear campaign. Um, that is what it is. And so yeah, they also uh, said that you were supporting. They also said you were supporting a statue of Obama 
And I, I dug into that and found out the truth. And it was another distortion, of course. It is. <laughs> and so let me just call, let me let me just let me. And I didn't mean to cut you off there because you. But let me just ask you something. Who did you support uh, for president the last cycle around? Uh, president Trump both times in 2016 and in 2020, and in um, and, and and I did not vote for Obama in either term. Uh, but again, people don't want, you know, there are those in the mainstream media who don't want to know the truth. They have an agenda. They have a, a horse in this race, and they don't mind using their platform to try to destroy other people's lives. I have, I, I am so proud of the life that my husband and I have been able to create. I grew up below the bottom rung of the economic ladder. I grew up in a home with no insulation, no running water, an outhouse in the back, and a well on the side. When I say poor, we couldn't afford the other O. We were just po. But <laughs> by the grace of God, you know, we were able to, you know, no one ever called me a victim. My family had a lot of reasons to decry victimhood if they wanted to, but they never did. I saw them working very hard to provide and I and I became the first in my family to go to college and do so many different things, so many different journeys in my life. And I'm very proud of it. And now you have people who, you know, they don't like the fact that little old me is about to take this race from them. And so they have no problem uh, trying to destroy my life, uh, trying to cancel me. And it is just flat out lies trying to create a fog of ambiguity. There's no ambiguity. If they had done their job and asked the question, I would have get, I would have I would have asked. But I remember writing an article back last year saying, Why are they uh whitewashing my campaign, trying to black out my campaign? Why would no one talk to me after Oz jumped into the race? They just shut me out completely and wanted to pretend I did not exist. But I continued well, to you... pound the pavement. Well, Kathy Barnett, you are right now surging, and you are in a statistical tie to win the Senate race in Pennsylvania. You also made an admission that I just thought was incredible about your birth. Mm, yeah. Do you want to comment on that? Do you am, want to tell people what yeah. that's about? Yeah. I mean, I've overcome a lot of obstacles, and I get to where I am today and when you look at my policies, it's not because I read about these things in a book alone. Uh, it's because overwhelmingly a lot of these issues come from my own personal experience, and that's how I arrive at my pro-life stances. I am the byproduct of a rape. My mother was 11 years old when I was conceived. My father was 21. And I am so grateful that there were people in the room who, who, saw what was growing in my mother's belly and assigned value to my life. I'm so grateful for that. I am completely unapologetic that my family allowed me to live. And I've never glorified how I was conceived. Um, and yet, here I am. And I'm very grateful for that. Let me just say one more thing. I want to go back to this, <clears throat> your your support of Donald Trump, of course, you know, President Trump, and I loved President Trump. I supported President Trump, as you did in both campaigns. He's, he was the first guest on my radio program when I began this program on WABC, and I just I just love the man. He has uh, endorsed Dr. Oz, as he can endorse anybody he wants to, but I want to make some, and, yeah. and, and I have no issue with that. 
And by the way, I've met Dr. Oz and his wife. I have nothing against them. Nice people. But here's what I want to say. You took a lot of heat for being outspoken. You didn't just support President Trump in 2016. You were you supported him early, and you were outspoken about your support of him. And, of course, you supported him during the second cycle. Now, people that claim I, – I read a lot of things about you. People assign – and I don't know where this one comes from. They say you are ultra MAGA. Okay, fine. Uh, but I, I want to be really clear about something that bothers me, and I don't. You don't necessarily have to address this. I'm going to talk about this with Jack Brewer when when we get Jack Brewer on. Jack is an, is a mutual friend of ours, and Jack is another one. He did a an amazing job uh, at the convention with his support of President Trump. And I, what concerns me is this: I don't think people understand. And this is not to play victim. I don't think people quite understand what black conservatives experience, especially pro-Trump black conservatives, not only from the Democrat side who unleash all hell and fury at them and, and what it takes to stand up in many cases to families that are liberal and that believe the Democrat talking points, but then also from Republicans where you least expect to run into the smears and and all of that. How has that affected you? Um, You you know what? I I, I mean, nuance, right? Nuance is one of my favorite words. (laughs) Um, Nothing is as black and white as we think. And so I make distinctions. The the people within the Republican Party, the voters, we have some of the best people. Um, When I walk into a room, I feel like a fellow sister in the fight. Um, you know, and I can walk into a room and I may be the only black person in there. And if I walk in as a black person, I walk out as as a leader. I walk out as, again, a fellow sister in the fight. People have real issues. I have never felt slighted bit when I go into a room full of uh, the people within the Republican Party. But now, as you know, we have some influencers in the Republican Party and (laughs) they may have a different agenda than the people. And oftentimes I look at the some of these influencers within our party and it has become abundantly clear that winning is not the most important thing to them. Being uh-huh. in control is the most important thing to them. And with someone like me, the people have funded my campaign. The people have done this. I have done I could this story is as much about the people of Pennsylvania as it is about me. I could not have done what I am doing and what we will achieve if it wasn't for the people. And, you know, uh, some of these influencers, they scoff, scoff at the thought of we, the people, right? And so they, so they vehemently are opposed to someone like me being able to get into this position and they didn't, and I didn't ask permission to do it. So that's what we're, that's what we're contending with. And but I'm very excited. I mean, I'm, I I have my hand on I have my pulse on my people within the Republican Party. But you're absolutely right. It is not easy by any stretch of the imagination to be black and to choose to think for yourself. That's not very popular. And what I'm finding is that even among some of these influencers, it's not very popular. 
How can people support your campaign? We have a lot of listeners in Pennsylvania and also people from around the country who listen to this show. And if they want to find you, where can they find you and where can they find your campaign, Kathy Barnett? Yes, if you want to help me, please go to barnettforsenate.com. Read my position. I've already put out on day one agenda what I will do for you, Pennsylvania. Read my position. Share it with us. Talk about me. Go to your neighbors. Have a conver- have a cup of coffee and talk about me. Go on social media. Defend me. Don't sit back and wait to see what happens. If I lose, you lose because you're going to be left with two a pick between two globalists, and their interests are not your interests. I can assure you. So if I lose, you lose. I am your best chance, Pennsylvania to get someone in office who will actually listen to you and fight for you. So let's go do this Tuesday. Go vote. Kathy Barnett, thank you so much joining us here on WABC Talk Radio 77. And we're going to check in with you after Tuesday one and we one way or another. We're going to check back with you. Okay, Kathy? Blessings. Thank you so much. Thank you.